Sparta and Athens. Build on what you know. You've read about Athens. Its main rival was Sparta, a large city-state in the Pel Peloponnesus. Life there was quite different from life in Athens. Sparta's military state. Essential question. What did Spartan society emphasize the most? About 715 BC, Sparta conquered a neighboring area to gain land. This conquest changed Sparta. The Spartans forced the undefeated people to become slaves called helots. They worked mostly on farms and had to give the Spartans half their crops. The helots rebelled many times. Although they greatly outnumbered the Spartans and fought hard, the Spartans put down their revolts. For fear of the, these revolts, fear of these revolts led Sparta to become a state that focused everything on building a strong army. Government and society. Sparta had a government that was part monarchy, part oligarchy, and part democracy. Two kings ruled Sparta and five elected supervisors ran the government. The Council of Elders made up to 30 older citizens proposed laws. All Spartan citizens were part of the assembly. It elected officials and voted on the laws proposed by the council. Three social groups made up Spartan society. Citizens lived in the city and spent all their time training to be soldiers. Free non-citizens lived in nearby villages. They had no political rights. The lowest group was the helots. Their labor fed Sparta, making it possible for free Spartans to be full-time soldiers. Education. The goal of Spartan society was to have a strong army. At age seven, boys moved into military houses called barracks. Their education stressed discipline, duty, strength, and military skill. The boys learned to read just enough to get by. All male citizens entered the army at the age of 20 and served until they were 60. Even after men got married, they had to eat with their fellow soldiers. Women. Spartan society expected its women to be tough, emotionally and physically. Mothers told their sons, bring back this shield yourself or be brought back on it. Spartans carried dead warriors home on their shields. Education for girls in Sparta focused on making them strong. They had athletic training and learned to defend themselves. The emphasis on the army made family life less important in Sparta than in other Greek city-states. In Sparta, husbands and wives spent much time apart. Women had more freedom. They were allowed to own property. A wife was expected to watch over her husband's property if he was at war. Primary source. Background. Plutarch was a Greek historian who lived between AD 46 and about 120. One of the people he wrote about was Lysurgus the leader of Sparta who created its strong military institutions. This passage described how boys were trained in Sparta by being placed in companies or military units.
From Parallel Lives by Plutarch, based on the translation by Aubrey Stewart and George Long. As soon as the boys were seven years old, Lycurgus took them from their parents and enrolled them in companies. Here they lived and ate in common and shared their play and work. One of the noblest and bravest men of the state was appointed superintendent of the boys, and they themselves in each company chose the wisest and bravest as captain. They looked to him for orders, obeyed his commands, and endured his punishments, so that even in childhood they learned to obey. Athens' democratic way of life. Essential question. What was the government, government of Athens like? As you learned in lesson three, over time, Athens developed a direct democracy. All of its citizens met to vote on laws. Only free men were citizens. Government and society. Athens had two governing bodies. The council of 400 took care of day-to-day -day problems. The assembly voted on policies proposed by the council. Citizens had to serve in the army whenever they were needed. They also had to serve on juries. Juries usually had several hundred people to hear charges against them. In Athens, all citizens were equal in the courts. There were no professional lawyers or judges. Citizens argued their case directly before the jury. Solon's reforms had organized citizens into four classes based on income. Foreigners, women, children, and slaves were not citizens. Slaves made up one third of the population. They worked in homes, agriculture, industry, and mines. Some slaves worked alongside their masters. Some even earned wages and were able to buy their freedom. Education. Boys of wealthy families started school at age six or seven. Education prepared them to be good citizens. They studied logic and public speaking to help them debate as adults in the assembly. They also studied reading, writing, poetry, arithmetic, and music. Athletic activities helped them develop strong bodies. Women. Athenians expected women to be good wives and mothers. These roles were respected because they helped to keep the family and society strong. In addition, some women fulfilled important religious roles as priestesses in, in temples. In spite of their importance to society, Athenian women had much less freedom than Spartan women. Women could inherit property only if their fathers had no sons. Girls did not attend school. They learned household duties from their mothers. A few learned to read and write. The Persian Wars. Essential question. What happened when Persia invaded Greece? As you know, Persia conquered much of Southwest Asia. A king and a highly organized government ruled the resulting empire. In the 500s BC, Persia conquered Anatolia, a region with many Greek colonies. In 499 BC, some Greeks in Anatolia revolted against Persian rule. Athens, which had a strong navy, sent ships and soldiers to help them. The revolt failed but Persia decided to punish Athens for interfering. In 490 BC, the Persians arrived near Athens on the plain of Marathon. 
The Athenians sent a runner to ask Sparta for help, but the Spartans came too late. The Athenians were greatly outnumbered, so they had to use a clever plan. First, they drew the Persians toward the center of the Greek line. Then the Greeks surrounded them and attacked. In close fighting, Greek spears were more effective than Persian arrows. The Persians lost 6,400 men. The Greeks lost only 192. Legend says that a soldier ran from Marathon about 25 miles to Athens to tell of the victory. When he reached Athens, he collapsed and died. Modern marathons are based on his long run. Greek victory. In 480 BC, Persia again invaded Greece. In spite of past quarrels with each other, several Greek city-states united against Persia. An army of 300 Spartans guarded the narrow pass at Thermopylae to stop a Persian army from reaching Athens. The Spartans held the pass for two days before the Persians killed them all. Their sacrifice gave the Athenians time to prepare for battle. The Athenians left their city to fight a naval battle against the Persians. The battle took place in a narrow body of water where the large Persian fleet could barely move. Smaller, more mobile, Greek ships sunk about 300 Persian ships, and the war ended. You will read more about Greece after the war in chapter 12. Review. How did the Persian Wars bring the Greek city-states together? Lesson summary. Sparta organized its state around its strong army. Athens valued democratic government and culture. Some Greek city-states united to defeat the Persians. Why it matters now. Defeating the Persians allowed Greek democracy and culture to continue. This culture greatly influenced later world civilization.